Great. Hey guys. Welcome. You're listening to Scary Stories from Camp Roanoke. My name is Katie Wiggins. And I'm Morgan Disco. And this is a podcast where we tell each other true scary stories. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going on in my coffee cup right now is obscene. <laughs> uh, here's, here's what happened. All right. Can of, I get a can of pumpkin. <gasps> can of pumpkin on the stove. Heavy right. whipping cream. Cinnamon nutmeg ginger. Melt it all up together. In another bowl, I'm whipping heavy whipping cream. Wait for the pumpkin mixture to cool down. Combine them. (gasps) I've got pumpkin mousse whipped cream, essentially. Then I make a hazelnut coffee, get some pumpkin spice. um, Oh, my God. uh, Creamer, and then just a dollop of my whipped cream right on top. That sounds amazing. This shit is obscene, but it's oh so God. good. It is <laughs> really, really good. It's super tasty, super easy. So if you got some heavy whipping cream and some, like a can of pumpkin. I do. You can make it. Can you make it. can make this. You can do it. And then the the heavy whip, the like dollop like dissolves and then it's just like a creamy finish, almost like an espresso crema on top of your sugar oh monster. Oh my God. I might just chug the whole mixture before the coffee even gets brewed. Well, though. we definitely it is it is a recipe for pumpkin mousse. So I did have it for dessert yesterday and then this <gasps> oh. this morning I had the idea, oh my god, I could just put this in coffee. Oh my god. Mhm. Cuz we were watching Paranormal Activity last night. Uh cuz Ian had never seen it and I really? wanted him to Yeah, he'd never seen he missed that what? entire early 2000s wave of hysteria around. That was a around thing, it. yeah. It was a huge thing. Um what did he think? Oh, he liked it. it. He liked it. He was genuinely unnerved by a lot of it. <sighs> um it was fun. It's very accurate to how like the boyfriends usually respond to the women mm-hmm. that are like, "Please put the camera away. Please don't get a Ouija board." And he's like, "What? Uh, this is my house." this is my house and i'm gonna handle it and it's like oh my god this movie is like toxic masculinity the Mm. film and it results in spoiler alert his death so think about that hell yeah next time your girlfriend tells you not to buy a ouija board you might die at her hands hell yeah are y'all gonna watch any of the other ones i know there's like Actually, Five yeah. and a half of them. Yeah, probably. The second one I saw in theaters, which was a mistake, <sighs> uh, it, when I was like 16. But it was so funny and interesting to see it with a group of people all like collectively clenching our oh, asses. I love that. So that was super fun. Um, I just, movie I just, with people. Well, yes. I yeah. love, I love like a. I love like a really realistic portrayal of like a haunting. It, mm-hmm. the, the first movie's probably the most realistic, and then the next ones get like real crazy. But the first one, it's just like just knocks and bangs and sounds of walking, but you're like horrified. Whereas you watch yeah. another horror movie, and then there's like a nun wrapping you in her skin folds, and hell yeah, and everyone is like I- equally as afraid. <laughs> I like the one where they use the Xbox Connect technology with all the dots. Do you remember that paranormal activity? No. It, like, so the Xbox Connect does a bunch of like laser dots, so it reads where you are. Do you think Xbox paid for that? 
You mean I like, do you think they sponsored it and were like, please use our technology to detect? I can't ghosts? remember if they said Xbox or if they were just like, oh, we have a gaming system. This is our gaming system. I, see. I can't remember. That would have been a great opportunity. <laughs> but they used that to like read where the where the shit was going down. That's pretty cool. Spooky. I liked it. Yeah. All right. We've seen paranormal activity. I've described what's in my coffee cup. It's time to tell a scary story. It's time. Oh, and also, pretty much for the first day, yes, calm down. It for the first day <laughs> yesterday, I walked outside in the morning to get an egg sandwich from the bodega. Don't you and dare! It was don't chilled. you dare! Don't. We've been able to open the windows at night. We don't. We don't even use the air conditioner anymore. It's chilly out, y'all. Chilled. Don't you dare! I'm not even going to hear I... what it's like. No, yes, tell me. I okay, so. It's flooding a lot where I am. So the weather is a lot better than it's been, but I'm still wearing like jeans and a tank top and a windbreaker, having menopausal heat flashes. It's, it, it comes and goes, it comes and goes. And it's typically uncomfortable. <laughs> but maybe um, late October we'll get some cool weather. Yeah. Or November. Festive. Or <laughs> never. <laughs> All right. Scare me, so, please. I've been really I've chosen... invigorated by paranormal activity. It's made me like much more like, wow, we do talk about some really terrifying shit, frankly. Well, so. I watched Ghost Adventures, so don't get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> Although the boyfriend in paranormal activity kind of reminds me of like if your boyfriend was Zach Bagans and was just like, show yourself. Fight me! And it's like, that's not how it fucking works. This demon's yeah. not gonna fight you. It's gonna kill you. And this this episode was Zach at his most Zach. Fuck yes. And it was Billy kind of being an asshole too. And I've never really seen that much Billy? personality from Billy. Who's Billy? He looks... <laughs> he's not Aaron or, or Nick. He's the <laughs> one that's Aaron or Nick <laughs> or Jay, the sound audio guy. All right, I've already got there an occasionally. image. They all look He's like gaffers. I only remember Billy because the episode in Nevada where the boyfriend was doing some demon devil worshiping and yeah. then he left and had kind of the mom died. Mm -hmm. Billy like left the house and did the Palo Santo. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was in, living in a house that maybe had a ghost. So mm -hmm. I also bought Palo Santo. Mm. And it was really nice for meditation. I recommend it. Oh, can I briefly say uh, I got mm. an overwhelming response from people from Indiana. Uh, I had earlier said, like, I hope I don't, like, offend any Indianans. It's not happening. Uh, the Indiana people are angry. <laughs> And uh, and they they hate Indiana and they were okay. they were real happy to see it <laughs> dragged through the cornfields. Uh, I got I got so many messages. <laughs> I had I had no idea that we had such a so such an Indiana hating and formerly living fan base. Um, so I'm really glad that I could that they could feel seen for a moment. That's <laughs> Glad we could highlight the experience. It was so funny. Every time I got a message, I was like, who, this one's going to be the angry one. And they're like, no, I used to live there. I hate it. Anyone that says there was more is a liar. Like, I, I, so many messages like that. I, I was like, oh, okay. It was like whenever we I insulted Florida it. and I was like, oh, I hope I don't offend anyone from Florida. And they were like, no, it's really <laughs> fine. <laughs> Slow applause. 
I think it's because we're from Texas. We don't know what it's like not to have extraordinary pride in where you're from. So we assume that everyone yeah. loves their state as much as we do. And it's so not true. Yeah, we're starting a big football thing at my office every Friday. Morgan, that's and the most not you thing I've ever heard you say. I'll take any chance to wear colors and be festive about anything. Oh. I didn't say I was going to watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> but my coworker from Colorado was like, wow, this is not how it is in Colorado. You guys in Texas have a lot of school pride. Oh, shut the fuck up, stoner. Go back to the mountains. <laughs> That's what my coworker said. He's like, you guys are too busy getting high to care about anything else. Yeah, and we're jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we're going to go somewhere a little bit more scenic than where I am. With a lot better weather. Oh, a little bit I'm... more scenic than Dallas? <laughs> <laughs> where could no. it be? Only Hawaii. <laughs> Houston. <laughs> No, that it's a be just slightly accurate. Okay, what's up? <laughs> it's a lot more beautiful. We're gonna go to Montana. Okay, Deer Lodge, Montana. Oh, okay. And I have a friend who recently moved to Montana. He listens to the podcast. Hey, hey, buddy. Um, I had I didn't realize I didn't Hello know anything about out Montana. There. <laughs> Hello, Can are you, you okay? still here? Us? <laughs> I. It's gorgeous. It's stupid beautiful. I had no idea. I Are no there clue. any people there? No, not <laughs> a lot. <laughs> uh huh. But that's kind of nice. It's like a. It's not Maine. There's more people than Maine. If there's more people than Maine, then wait. There's more like people no. than Maine. But it's <laughs> wait. But it's. <laughs> but it's. I thought you meant less people. I mean, I think there's more people than Maine. Well, it's a much bigger state, so it'd be really yeah. embarrassing if there were less. Yeah, it would. Anyway, Montana. Anyway, Deer Lodge, Montana. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to a prison. Because <laughs> I love prisons. Good. I love ghost story prisons. This prison was active <gasps> Dude, from 18- Watch Castle Rock. Okay, no, we're not talking about it I anymore. Continue with your story. If you like if prisons, anyone, watch Castle but, Rock. Continue. But if anyone watched it and wants to verify that it was very good, let us know. I've already gotten a verification. You have? Yes, oh, Morgan. I mean, I know it's going to be very good. People message me left, right, and center. Agreeing with every tiny thing that I said. Well, they need to... I need to just get Hulu is what needs to happen. Yes. I need to get Hulu. So, this prison was active 1871 to 1979. Wow. So, it's been around for a long time in Montana. It's been around so long that they used to do hangings in the prison. Mm. And they had a mobile Well, that mobile wasn't gap. that long ago. <laughs> yeah. They made that illegal in England in, like, 68. <laughs> oh <my laughs> well, they loved it. I get it. <laughs> um, they had mobile gallows. I guess you could just pick them up and move them anywhere. And they still have their gallow in their theater. The prison has a theater. Uh, you mean, it might be the theater, you're sure it's not like a glass separation, and then some racked seating, and then perhaps that's where you watch the people die? No, it's, it's like red velvety seats, there's a stage. Oh, so it's, it's not it's a viewing a, theater, it's, I mean, it, it's it a stage. Very well, <laughs> <laughs> it very well might be. Just the fanfare that they came up with for the hangings. Aww. I don't know. 
I don't think so. Okay. I don't, I don't think so. But this was the place where they did all of their hangings in Montana. Mm-hmm. And it's still there. So now I think it's just people do some ghosty tours. There's people that work there still. And it's got quite the history. Okay. So we're going to get into its history. And it's not all very good as it is a prison. So, you know, <laughs> shocker. So we're, we're going to talk about Don Dioy, a former employee who's very old now. Zach was being very insensitive, asking him about his experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many suicides did you see? <laughs> like, I can't quite count that. I don't know. Um, I never made a tally, but... <laughs> and everything he said, he downplayed it. Because Zach was trying to bring him up and hype him up and make it big bad. And he was just knocking it back down. Yeah, it's, it's it like when they did the Queen Mary and he was talking to that paranormal writer and he was like, how many, se-? he was like, the guy was like, we do seances here. And we, and he was like, how many seances have you done here? And he's like, uh, over, th- over a th- hundred. <laughs> and he just like threw out like a huge number. <laughs> I think it's like, it's kind of like when you're building a resume and it's like tangible numbers. It's like, oh, you helped to do this and that. No, you mm-hmm. helped this many clients do this much. Like we need tangibility. So I think Zach may have learned that it's more, it's more of an interesting like audio bite to be like over a hundred seances <laughs> have taken place in this. Pri-. You know what I mean? So whenever someone's yeah. like, we've seen suicide, like he's like, how many? He's like, I six. <laughs> over six people ended their lives here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I. I think it's it's, I I didn't count and he was like countless suicides (laughs) he literally could not count the amount of people who lost hope in this world Uh, I shall be counted among them Zach watching you I think I think this prison guard ex-prison guard lost hope he was he was an old biddy. He was not having it. Mm-hmm. He did not want to talk to Zach, and I don't blame him. Shouldn't have accepted the interview. <laughs> I think he got there. He was like, "Oh, oh God!" When I no, heard him. this was for Travel Channel, I thought it was going to be a historical expose. I thought it was going to be that pawn show. <laughs> oh well. I have items for sale. Well, here's Zach. <laughs> so this guy was was in the prison in the. Uh, 1950s, 1960s, and he was asking Zach was asking him about the prisoners, what they were like. So was this saying, was a former inmate, or this is the same guy? employee. This okay. is this is the same, same guy. Same guy. Okay. And he he was saying that the older people that were at the prison were fairly nice. The inmates were fine. <laughs> low drama until the drug scene came around. Low drama prison. Low drama, low key. Until the drug scene came about and. The people in the prisons that were coming in were younger, more educated, more violent. Mm. That's when it started getting not as easy for him to work there. Hmm. He was threatened a lot. A lot of blades to the throat kind of situation. Not Hmm. ideal. Um, He was asking him about certain rooms that other guards wouldn't go in because at that point already they thought there were ghosts there. And they thought that uh, Turkey Pete was in the theater. Turkey Pete? Haunting it. Turkey Pete. He, um... Alright. I'm not quite following (laughs) his storyline of why he was called Turkey Pete. 
So I'm going to throw it at you and we'll <laughs> work through it. We'll see what sticks. We'll see what sticks. So he murdered two people, was sentenced to life in prison in probably the late 1800s because he died in 1918. Mm-hmm. Um, as he aged, he got dementia. And it seems like he was a pleasant inmate. Everybody liked him. He was just a nice older man. Mm-hmm. And um, he got the name Turkey Pete because as he aged, he sold the prison turkeys to a stranger. Sold the what? prison turkeys to a stranger. Number one, doesn't it make you feel good that you can still get a nickname late in life? Yes. Number two, That's a good point. why did they leave an elderly inmate with dementia in charge of food... T- acquisition in any in any way (laughs) and what stranger was he selling turkeys to well if i've learned anything from watching arrested development it's that you can Mm -hmm. just walk up to the chain leak fence of a prison and just talk to the inmates and exchange (laughs) things through the through the little holes can you fit a turkey through there no but you can fit a little piece of paper that says i'll sell you 150 (laughs) turkeys Oh, that turkey Pete. I mean, they gotta be getting money and cigarettes in there somehow. That's very true. I'll be honest. I don't really know what it's like on the inside. That's true. I've never been. (laughs) I do watch Orange is the New Black, but that's as close as I've gotten. Arrested Development is literally as close as I've gotten. Anyway... So he passed away in the prison, and when he did, they retired his cell and turned it into a barbershop. They retired his cell like he's a I fucking think they really like he is him. a football player. They retired his jersey. <laughs> that he... is insane. Yeah, it's like they'll so... never be another A nine D here yeah, again because Turkey Pete was literally just too Turkey fucking Pete. cool. That is so weird. That's funny yeah. and strange. And now they've got, like, paintings of him in the cell. And they're like, yeah, this is Turkey Pete's cell. Damn, he made an impression. <laughs> he made an impression. He must have been a model citizen. Well, if he was a model citizen, he <laughs> wouldn't have been serving life in prison. <laughs> <laughs> of the prison system. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So the current curator of this prison was going to his cell and she was unlocking the door and as she was or the gate and as she was unlocking it she heard grunting and growling coming from inside of it and no one lives there now no one really goes there after tour hours except for like the curator and a few guards so her and her friend that were there did not know what was going on and then they were silent for a few seconds and then heard a woman screaming for help and it echoed throughout the entire building they never found anyone. They searched the prison up and down, couldn't find anyone who was screaming for help. So they just, you know, locked it back up and left. And the next day, the maintenance crew found the lock for that cell in the middle of the yard. Mm. Mm. The yard. Nice the prison yard. lingo. Prison yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to get a lot of prison lingo. Whoa. Shank. Yeah. <laughs> Do I know any prison lingo? Stabby stab. Uh... You know, Shank. We'll we'll test your knowledge in a bit. We'll get there. Mole rat. Uh, mole Shank. rat. Um, <laughs> s- 
You don't talk skinny. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll Um, get there. We'll see. In the yard. On the block. Block? Yeah. Jenny from the block. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. No, I love Jenny from the block. So. (laughs) The longest yard. So, hey, Adam Sandler. They're. They're in that cell block area, 912, where Turkey Pete's cell is, mm-hmm. and it's um three stories, and it's the three stories, and it's very open, so you can be down on the main floor and look up into all of the cells right. that are on this. And as they walk up each floor, mm-hmm. they feel more and more light, like hard of breath, and just anxious Hmm. and i know zach's hyping it up but this lady who works there feels it all the time Mm -hmm. and as they're walking through the cells they see a lot of devil faces and satanic doodles dope in the cells there was a really bad goat face drawing that they spent a lot of time on on. (laughs) how dare you they didn't have art classes actually they may have they may have we don't know I'm just saying, if you're going to highlight it at the door of your cell, you better practice and make sure that shit's scary. If you put it in a place of frequent viewing, think about it. Yeah, think about it. So, now we're going to talk about Larry Cheadle. I don't... Okay. Halloween 1966. Allegedly, for some reason, Larry Cheadle asked to be moved to the hole. Sometimes known as shoe. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would ever ask to go there. In the I hole. think he was. It's another prison thing. So. Uh, well, maybe protection. Maybe protection. So if anyone doesn't know what the hole is, it's just. Solitary. Solitary confinement. This one is just like a tiny little room. It's like a I've, tiny, tiny storm. I would say most of them protector, probably are. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's like a whole floor underground where there's a lot of cells. I think this is just the one. What? No. And it's Solitary, spooky. the whole thing about it is that it's just one. Well, there's it's a floor, but no one can see each other and the doors are completely closed. It's not like cells. Oh, okay, okay. And you can't talk to people. Okay. You gotta be able to fit a bunch of people in there sometimes. But Larry Cheadle asked to be moved to the hole. And eight hours later, he was found dead. And he was... It was determined that he was cooked to death. That it was so hot in his cell <gasps> that he was. That's how he passed. What? Yeah. How? And this was in. Yeah, this is in the sixties. Okay. You can die from heat exhaustion, but to be cooked? Well, there was that recent case where. Well, I mean, this was with a hose, but someone or someone was showering in prison, and the guard kept turning the water on hotter. And they were begging for them to stop, but they were being burned. And then they got burned alive. They, like, cooked like a lobster. Well, the... uh, That was fairly recent. You know, I should probably assume that any brutalities happening in prison, it's probably not exaggerated. Yeah. But hard to say. That just sounds so hard to believe. That he was asked to be put in there and then he cooked to death. You never know what, what the real thing is. All we know is he passed away 
in solitary confinement, which can't be good for someone's last moments. So that was Larry Cheadle. Okay. Next is Stanley Dean Baker, who might be more concerning than, than Larry Cheadle. Oh, great. So, Stanley Dean Baker killed a man. You know. Whatever. Then he ate the man's heart. And then when police found him and were locking him away, he had a leather pouch wrapped around his neck and it had the victim's fingers in the pouch. Mm-hmm. So he was a loose cannon, <laughs> I'll, I'll say. He was a wild card, that, that Stanley Dean Baker. <laughs> Where else am I supposed to keep my rings? Um, he wouldn't speak at all to anyone in the prison. Anytime the guards or anyone asked him a question, he got his chicken bones, <laughs> threw them out of the cell, and he let the chicken bones decide what he would say. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's some and voodoo they, shit right there. Eating a heart, a, keeping somebody's fingers, yeah. throwing chicken bones, reading f- the future in some chicken bones. That's some shit right there. <laughs> yeah, he definitely did devil worship. They have a picture of him. It looks like he's cross-legged meditating, mm-hmm. but I think it was him talking to Satan. Well, I imagine you have to have a clear mind and a clear yeah. heart to commune Meditation with any deity, whether, whether it be good or evil. <laughs> you know, you can't come at Satan with a chaotic inner story. You got to clean it right out. Come to a place of peace and stillness. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love Satan? <laughs> Can I get an amen? No, I think my mom would be very <laughs> upset. <laughs> I don't love Satan. Throwing that out there. So, I'm assuming he passed away in the prison. It was not mentioned. I don't think this man would be set free. <laughs> no. I don't think... <laughs> I'm not thinking he would be set free. Okay, so now we're going to switch gears to Marlene. Her father used to be the superintendent of one of the ranches. This seems like a giant prison. There's a lot of towers. There's warden towers where they lived. There's a theater. Very big. Looks like a castle. Mm. Castle rock. Um, (laughs) Her father was a superintendent and her mother worked social services in the prison. Uh Uh-huh. So they were prison family, as she said. And um, prison family. he was interviewing her next to the room where a warden was killed. Which I thought was very insensitive because she had a very strong connection to this warden. Oh, shit. If it's someone she knew? Yeah. So, how do you feel sitting right next to the room where a man was shot dead at his own desk? It's not a man. She was like in tears. It's like Robert, (laughs) and I knew him. How the fuck else would I feel? Yeah. I'm not creeped out. I'm grieving. Yeah. Yeah, she, and she's an older woman. She's, uh, this happened when she was young, and it still, it still hurts her. That feels so exploitative. He definitely was not sensitive to any of the people he talked to on this trip. I was not having his nonsense. Man, what is it about this trip? I think he just gets excited to be in a prison. He, yeah. 
Yeah, when when they were doing lockdown, he was like, we've got two police officers, and we've been breaking the law, so they're going to lock us away for the night. Oh my god, Just please don't kidding. play out your sexual fantasies on the travel channel, Zach Bagans. <laughs> if you want to be locked up, that's fucking fine. Get yourself yeah, a nice little time. police officer lady, and you can get that all taken care of. Yeah. On but don't do it under the yeah. guise of paranormal research. <laughs> so... There was an inmate, Jerry Myers, and he was the head honcho, top of the social hierarchy, looked a little bit like a mobster. I don't know if they had him in Montana. I don't know what Do you just mean was. that he was Italian? No, I don't even <laughs> think he was Italian. He just looked like a gangster. I don't know. Something about the eyes. All right. Something about the, it was the All jaw. All right, you're safe, really Morgan. Me. For now. But I'll have no. you know that my family, included, uh, there's a Marino email chain that's my family, Ooh. and they, uh, they said, they will a, be hearing about a this. five part YouTube series on the Italian American experience and how hard it was. So if you fucking make any assumptions about Italians and mobsters taking you downtown. I don't know if Jerry Myers sounds like an Italian name. <laughs> well, Katie Wiggins doesn't sound like an Italian name. That's fair. That's but fair. watch me yell at you with a spoon because I've done it and I'll do it again. <laughs> I'll whop you with the wooden spoon. I'll hey, do it. it's okay for me to do it. And how dare you call me a whop? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a real disparaging term for Italians, I swear. Oh <laughs> and you didn't even know. <laughs> I used it as a verb. All right. Yeah, <laughs> whop you with the spoon. Yeah, um, um, we're gonna okay, have a well, conversation after this. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jerry Myers, head honcho, and then there's Warden Ted Roth, who wanted to put an end to it because he's probably the head honchos of the prison. Usually, are the ones who are organizing the drug dealing, so he wanted to put an end to it. Mm. He ended his reign somehow. And Jerry was not pleased with it. And um, he threatened the warden's life. Mm -hmm. So he was sentenced to a month in the hole. Fuck. Which will just make him angrier. Cruel and unusual. That'll make Cruel you crazy. Cruel and unusual. It <laughs> that will is not helpful. It won't just make you angry. It'll make no. you fucking crazy. It'll make you want to kill someone even more. Or yourself. Or yourself. Uh, humans don't do well not interacting with other humans. Yeah, they need sunlight. They need people. As much as New Yorkers my age seem to hate both of those things. They need a decorative They are necessary. They are necessary. So, after he got out of the hole, he obviously was not pleased. So he spearheaded the prison riot of 1959. Oh. It's good that he's back organizing. Back on top. <laughs> <laughs> Him and his partner in crime, Lee Smart, um, took 18 hostages, stabbed a lot of people, Fuck. and they shot Ted Roth at his desk. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so they actually killed a warden. Whoa. Um, well, so that's... Mar oh, God. Yeah. So Marlene, the person that Zach is interviewing about this, was probably in high school or junior high at the time. She was hanging out with her friend and some people took her out of school and told them they needed to go to the prison right away. And they drove them to 
the warden's tower and she's like i remember it like it was yesterday we got out of the car all we saw was a man in a gurney and brown shoes and my friend said man i hope that's re- i really hope that's someone we don't know and it ended up being that girl's father oh it was her so father. so both of the so so the woman that he's interviewing her family, her parent was a superintendent. The other one was a social service worker. And her friend's dad was the warden. Was the warden. Okay, yeah. so this really is like a, this seems like this community is heavily employed They're by this prison. It. Yeah. Which is just like Castle Rock. <laughs> ah! <laughs> they said like if there had been a Walmart within 50 miles, they'd have been working there, but there wasn't. <laughs> So, I mean, keep that in mind. Probably a lot of the people working in this prison, uh, yeah, had there was else. nowhere else to work. They weren't just prison happy. As yeah, because if you're very doing, few people are. If you're doing social service work, it would be safer to do it somewhere else. So it must be where you can. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So that was devastating to her, and she still seems really shook up about it. Mm-hmm. And... They stayed in the prison, the warden's tower, until the situation passed. They spent every night there. Shit. And um, on the third morning at 4.30 in the morning, Marlene was asleep in the tower, and they heard a bang. There was a bazooka that someone shot at cell tower one, where uh, Jerry Myers and... Lee Smart were holding the hostages. They were hiding out. They planned to kill all the hostages and escape. But after the bazooka hit to the window, they realized they weren't going to have time to do any of that. So Smart, Lee Smart shot Jerry and then shot himself in the tower. Fuck. And she even heard the gunshot. Oh my God, I can't believe that she is staying on these premises where there is like a current live hostage situation it's a happening. Prison riot. They're like, what's safer than a prison? <laughs> and he was like, Do you think they're she was emotional reliving it, not okay. He was like, Do you believe there are spirits in the prison? Oh my god. She was like, you know, there's so much of every emotion, fear, sex, terror. It soaks into the sex walls. Sex is not an emotion. Morgan. She mentioned sex. <laughs> I wrote it down. Well, sex. It's an emotion. <laughs> I'm feeling sex. I'm, I'm feeling sex. Happy, sad, sex. <laughs> <laughs> the whole range. The whole range. Joy, <laughs> guilt, sex, <laughs> elation. Yeah. So. She said something, and they showed it at the very end of the episode that I didn't really care for. So she said that. Tell what is this something? <laughs> Her mom was working in the prison when the riot went down. Yeah, and six men came up to her and warned her that she needed to get out. People were asking for her across the street, so they escorted her out. I think without even warning her that there was a riot, without scaring her, they just got her out before six stuff men, went like too six bad. Six men, like six guards? Like people that were working? No, for? inmates. Oh, prisoners. Interesting. Six prisoners. And she said, my mother never told me the names of these men. She told no one. I'm like, well, 
they did a really good deed. Yeah. I feel like she should have told someone. Even if she kept it a secret for their safety within the prison. But she could have told Gar. It, it, why? Why would anybody want her to? F- I mean, she's the social. She's trying to do them good. I don't think they yeah. would like have her name on a fucking list. You know what I mean? She could have told their families, and they could have felt good about it. Felt good about it. They could have gotten reduced time. To wrap it up, we've got Don Dioit who worked there, who's seen some things. Mm-hmm. We've got Larry Cheadle who died in the hole. Mm-hmm. Brutally. We've got Stanley Dean Baker with the chicken bones yes. and eating people. We've got Ted Roth, the warden, who wrongfully passed away. We've got Jerry Myers and Lee Smart, who, who murder-suicided. After the riot. And who Zach Bagans described as lovers. And what? he doesn't know. What evidence? No one said that. No one said that but him. I... Are you, you can't just, yeah. Uh, and there are also tunnels where people get scratched. You know, we don't- I don't want to like be the one to break this to Zach. Okay. But a lot of times sexual activity happens in a prison mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily indicate profound feeling and love. Um, yeah. I don't know if he knows. I don't know if he knows. That there, yeah, may not have been. They may, have, <laughs> there may have been sex, but that does not mean prison that wife. They were, maybe that they were necessarily, um, yeah, like your work wife. That's his yeah. his prison husband, but um, I don't know that that means they were going steady. Yeah, yeah, but so. I don't think Zach knows what sex is, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't get that emotion. <laughs> so. <laughs> They're going to get locked in the prison, go through the hot spots, see if they can contact people. And in my opinion, they're trying to talk to the wrong people. So they're going to do 912 cell block, which is where Stanley the Chicken Bone Man mm-hmm. was. It's where Turkey Pete was. Mm-hmm. They're also going to go to the theater with the gallo that's still there. And they're going to go to the tunnels where there's school desks. So I'm assuming that's where lessons and classes would happen, mm-hmm. where people who visit get scratched. Um, every time they're on 912, they feel very anxious, panicked. Their BPM goes up, which mine does constantly anyway. Billy, you're not special. Um, whenever they enter a cell specifically, it gets really bad. Um Zach's actually talking to them, and he's using his hands, like he's putting his hands out, and they catch footage of right when he shoots his hands out, an orb comes from his hand and kind of floats out near Billy's head, mm-hmm. and then go back into Zach's hand and disappears. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. I usually don't buy the whole orb thing, but that was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> so they go to Turkey Pete's cell. And Zach addresses all the convicts. I'm going to open all the cell doors. Run Permission out and fight to me. come aboard. <laughs> he said fight me. Come out all of you and fight me. What? Dude. Zach Bagans would get yeah. fucking murdered in prison. He would. Oh, he'd be everyone's bitch. <laughs> he everyone's. is a big talking asshole. Who yeah. I feel like is so weak. Like, you know. No, yeah. He may have, like, punched someone in a bar fight, but 
he does not have the grit of someone who's like truly violent <laughs> so no. um, yeah and i don't mean that as an insult i i i would prefer him not to be yeah. capable of extreme violence he probably um, kicked someone in a bar fight like no. the fight was over they were I down he, went, i <laughs> bet he has tiny little legs uh, <laughs> we don't know we've never seen them I, and we never will you don't know i hope not <laughs> ghost adventures bahamas <gasps> Ooh. So he's opened the cell doors and no one's come to attack him yet. So he's asking for people to bang on the cell doors, let him know that they're there. And he heard clothes shift, like someone was walking next to him and he heard their clothes move. Mm -hmm. And then the minute that he opened the cell doors, they have Jay, the sound guy, in a room watching all the footage of all the rooms. And... Like a, they had the noose on film, and an orb came right out of the hole of the noose. Mm-hmm. A lot of weird orb movement. But they're like, yeah, that's Turkey Pete. Turkey Pete was not hung. He would not be an orb coming out of a noose. I think there's a lot of spirits here, and they're only trying to hit on the big guys. I think there's a lot of tormented souls that are trying to maybe communicate. Like, Never mind, it's these guys. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to address him, which isn't working. And um, Zach is walking through the cell. He's saying stupid shit. He actually gets a loud noise out of nowhere, like a cell door clanking. Mm-hmm. So that was fair. And he's doing the um, sound box thing, and he's talking. The spirit Ask- box? The spirit box. And he's asking who's there. Were you hung? How did you feel when you were hung? And they get someone say Tom Woods, mm-hmm. who works at a prison nearby currently. Which is strange. They're like, we'll try and find that connection later. And they never did. <laughs> <laughs> and they asked them, um, what do you want? And it's they said, shoot. I want who to shoot you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to die, Zach. I want and to shoot up. Oh, and they said, who do you want to shoot? Self. Oh, yeah. So they said, oh, it's it's definitely Lee. It's definitely Lee Smart who shot Jerry and shot himself. You think that's the only person in yeah. this hundred year old history of this prison that killed themselves? Yeah. Or that or wanted, wanted to kill to? themselves? Yeah. Like that guy didn't even want to. It was a last resort. There's so many people that were tormented and. There's, they must have done some kind of research on the show that people respond more to hauntings when they can call a name. So yeah. they're like, all right, these are the five names that we're going to use. Doesn't matter who we contact. If they Which seem close to this, that's who we're going to use. Because there might be some tormented souls that like... If there are absolutely different tormented crew, souls if that... a different crew came could maybe help. Maybe. But they're not going to do shit. So... They said, what did you shoot yourself with? And it said, weapon. And what they did I, lost- what, what, uh, what did you shoot <laughs> well, yourself with? A bow and arrow, Zach. A bow and arrow. <laughs> I shot myself with a bow and arrow. Good what intention. did I shoot myself with? A gun, dumbass. What the fuck else can I shoot myself with? A crossbow? A yeah. staple gun? Ooh. It said weapon and they lost their shit. They were like, this, the meter, the meter's full. It, that means that it chose this word so specifically. Oh, it's him. It's him. It's who? 
Who do you? <laughs> what? You don't know him. Okay. And then they're now they're in their gallows and they're looking at it. Zach's in there. They're being them, and they've got the stick figure anomaly video thing going. And it looks like there's a stick figure going up and down the f- first few steps, like oh, uh-huh, oh, just kind of fucking. <laughs> and they're losing their minds. So Zach's like, no, we're going to split up. Billy, go in the hole. Aaron, go in the death tower. Which is very insensitive. That's where hostages were held and men died. Don't call it the death tower. Well, what else am I going to call it? What else happened Cell tower there? one. No. <laughs> death. <laughs> death tower. How am I going to remember one? Well, then Billy should go to the death hole. Ooh. Yeah. No, that's the whole hole. You can't mix the names. I'll forget. (laughs) So that's where they are. Keep in mind, Zach has not decided where he's going to go. He is not anywhere in this let's split up equation. So Billy, uh, he's in the hole and he's got this machine. It's uh, it's called the positive ion low frequency energy resonator. I shit you not. (laughs) It looks like it's from Frankenstein. It... uh, it's one of it looks like it's one of those things where you put your hand on it and the like static touches you. It's absolute nonsense. Um, he acts like he's high off his gourd or drunk when he turns it on, mm-hmm. and they're like, "He's discombobulated. He's experiencing euphoria and confusion." Obviously, by what he's saying, he's making no sense. I don't know what the hell is going on with this stupid piece of machinery. But it's making him drunk. It's making him drunk. Aaron's got the spirit box in the tower, trying to talk. All he got the whole time was one person said one, which they immediately said, that's because it's cell tower one. Duh. Mm-hmm. They're not getting much activity in the tower or in the hole. Um, then Billy um, says, there's a blanket of energy across the top of my forehead, and I'm losing hope. He asked for a sign, and there was a really loud bang. It sounded like a door clanking, but there's no doors there. Mm-hmm. And he screamed louder than I've ever heard anyone scream on television. <laughs> he lost his mind. He was asking for help. He was not okay. So, Zach decides he's going to do stuff. He is Tom Clancy-ing through the tunnels. He's, like, got his back in the hallway like, snaking through. Oh my god. He heard an old man's voice that sounded like an old man was sighing or disgruntled, which I would be too if I were a ghost there. Mm-hmm. He's asking him to scratch him like they scratch other people. He's saying he's afraid um, that because he, he's by himself while he looks at the cameraman. Saying how scary it is to be by himself. Uh... So he, he puts the spirit box, he, like, opens the door to the room with all the desks, one of the classrooms, and he puts the spirit box in there, and you hear really loud footsteps coming from the hallway where he got to the tunnel from, like, walking down the stairs. Mm-hmm. You could very distinctly hear that they were coming down the stairs, and no one was joining him. So he was losing his mind. And that was actually, I'll give you that one, Zach, that was a bit spooky. <laughs> And then he pulls some shit that totally just 
unjustifies everything he did. I threw my flashlight to see if the spirit could use its power to communicate through the light by turning it on and off or by moving it back to me. But nothing else happens. No shit, Ben. I think they may have just felt that you had just thrown a flashlight at them. Yeah, they're probably like, wow, you're rude. Jesus, okay. I'm not talking to you. Bye. I feel like he went off script there and it didn't work for him. (laughs) (laughs) So, Zach decides he's had enough with the tunnels because he heard footsteps and he got really freaked out. So, he leaves and he decides to go outside to take a few pictures of the thing. Whoa! I think he freaked out a little too much and needed to calm down. He actually captured a photo of the prison and it looked like a ghost was walking in front of it. I have no other way to describe it. It was actually a really a picture convincing picture. You saw the yeah, legs. I'll put it it on was like Instagram. transparent white. It, 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 you saw the head. It looked like a person walking, but a ghost. I'm going to find it and send it. Yeah. It was crazy. Hmm. That was very lucky for him. He actually got a good picture. Um, yeah, I don't think he'd be a prisoner, though, because a prisoner wouldn't walk free in front of the prisons. Might have been someone else who... I'm sure a few guards were probably killed on this on site. A warden was killed. I think there's a lot of bad energy and sadness and people left in this prison and I think it's definitely a hotbed for paranormal activity. I don't think these are the people to go about talking to them or finding out what's going on, but I definitely think there's a lot at this prison. I feel like in a perfect world there's government funded like psychic like cleansings of like former prisons to like it's like, okay, you've, you've like, completed your sentence. Like, you are allowed to, like, go into the afterlife. Like, yeah. because what, what else? Are, they're just going to hang out there. Like, that's yeah. Life's very, not very sad. Too. Yeah, it's very sad. But, yeah, Dearborn Prison. <laughs> I really might watch that episode. That sounds fucked up. It's really good. It's a good episode. It's a good season. All right. If you have your own scary story, email it to us at letters to camp at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, um, and give us a rating or review and a subscription. And also you can find merch at redbubble.com. For now, have a spooky night. Filled with restless dreams. Of haunted things. Goodbye. Bye.